0: This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. My name is Maria Desmondi. I'm the founder of Cardinal Rule Press, and we publish children's picture books with a focus on modern-day diversity. We like to provide helpful resources to our community of writers we've grown over the past years who are interested in writing a book or interested in working with an agent. And this series, which kicks off today with Stephanie, is going to help answer a lot of your questions as we get this inside scoop from agents nationwide, beginning in Kansas City. Um, Let's start today off by talking to Stephanie Hansen from Metamorphosis Literary Agency. So welcome.
1: Thank you, thanks for having me. and Metamorphosis is a newer agency, but we've been growing by leaps and bounds. We have over a hundred deals now. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. And you know,
0: actually, Stephanie, I have to tell you, since the last time that um, I have been on your website, on the Metamorphosis website, there are so many more agents that are working at your company.
1: Yeah, we, uh, we're we definitely growing quickly. So it's been... Um, a fun road, busy, but lots of fun, and we've been growing with success, too, which um, I'm sure our authors love.
0: Well, and tell me how you got started on this journey. Like, you personally, I know you're a writer, which a lot of Asians start off as writers.
1: Yes. Um... I am a writer and I also worked for a literary magazine before this, but as a writer and as an editor attending writers' conferences, I found myself connecting authors and publishers. So I was doing the job of an agent before I was an agent, Um, so it just happened, I didn't, my path, you know, wound up this direction, but um, I don't know that I was specifically looking for this direction. It just happened to be what worked best for me.
0: Okay, that's really interesting. And you know, one of my biggest questions that I have from writers when they're you know, inquiring about publishing is does, a, does an agent specifically look for a certain type of author? So when you have, let's say you have three manuscripts that come across your desk is there something that, and we're not talking about the writing, like, let's say you like every single manuscript in front of you, all three of them, but is there something about the author, the person that might make you select one manuscript or over the other?
1: There are so many things, um... But one thing that I have found through experience is I appreciate hard work and anything in an author's bio that can reflect their hard work. Um, if they've worked with smaller presses before and they've met editorial deadlines and they helped market and they were fully behind their book and supporting their publisher, that's awesome and great to see. Another thing I've always looked for, a metamorphosis has looked for, is elevating voices that often go unheard. Um, Mm -hmm. That can take many shapes and sizes. Um, We originally looked for Midwest states, authors in the Midwest, in the flyover states, uh, to try to help them gain exposure in New York City. I haven't been able to travel there. I used to travel there almost monthly, but with COVID, uh, I've been doing more of these with editors instead of traveling. Um, I'm also unilaterally deaf, so that's something that um, I want to be represented. I have two legally blind authors and um, just I wanna make sure all voices are heard and that our books reflect the world around us.
0: Oh, I love that. What about in, in terms of an author or writer um, ha- having a platform? Is that something that you look for is that enticing for an agent?
1: It is. Um, I can say that I would prefer to find an author or illustrator with a lot of engagement. So if they have dozens or hundreds of people liking and commenting, but maybe they only have a few hundred followers instead of thousands, I'd rather see I, I, if the engagement is what's important to me when it comes. To, but yes, I, I want a platform. Publishers want a platform. I can speak on behalf of agents when I try to sell authors books at a conference. Every reader wants to meet the author themselves. They don't care about me. <laughs> they, they want to meet the author. And so I need authors to be able to get it. I know a lot of times where, you know, authors can be introverts, but it's really important to market your book and get behind it.
0: Okay. And I kind of jumped forward, but I, I mean, as far as I wanted to know about the author as a person, I wanted to know about the platform, but the next question I have is kind of going backward. So when you actually find a manuscript, you've, you know, read the cover letter and you liked what you saw, do you, um, have a call with the author be- and kind of talk about negotiations and things like that? Is that kind of the next step?
1: Um, we, I- for the representation section we're not really negotiating at that point um okay. we'll dis- we'll discuss the negotiation process with publishers and producers um but for me i do like to have either a phone conversation or some kind of communication discussing the manuscript further because while i like to pick up manuscripts that are pretty much ready to go we go the Authors with me go through an entire editorial process, at least one or two levels before we even shop the manuscript. Um, And then the publisher takes it and they're going to make it even better. So- uh, And is that, that,
0: Stephanie, is that something that happens in-house, the editorial process?
1: Yes. um, I Sometimes I work with interns to help them Improve um, and I often put together uh, polishing reports, uh, everything, all the changes that can really elevate the manuscript. In my early days, I did outsource a little bit to editors. Um, I have a lot of good editorial contacts like. Uh, the Writer's Digest um, Head of Editorial. Re- she's retired, but she was the Head of Editorial for I think a couple decades. And now she's on a farm in Ohio out in the Midwest with me. So um, she can- Is her name Amy? I'm sorry?
0: Is her What is her name?
1: Oh, that's um, Carol Cartano.
0: Okay. I, I, I knew someone over at Writer's Digest. Um, very cool. So you used to outsource Now for the most part, because I did see on your website, you have two interns. Um, I think that was what it it was. And so now you do a lot of in-house. So you've got the author, you are editing the the manuscript, then you're going to shop the deal. Now here's the question that I've never heard the answer to this. What if you're shopping the deal, which I'm sure this doesn't happen at your agency because you're amazing. I've worked with you before. Um, What happens if you shop the deal for six months and nothing's happening? Because you have relationships with different publishing houses. Do you go back to editing? Or is there a certain point where you call it quits and maybe you stop shopping the book? Or tell me about something that's when you hit a roadblock. Well,
1: and that can be subjective, um, especially like during COVID, the communication time length somewhat uh, got longer um, for feedback and editors being able to read manuscripts and get back to you. Really? Um, so that can differ the time length that it might take for um, each round. So we tend to go through a few rounds where we're reaching out to major houses. Um, we also like mid mid-sized houses that pay advances um, and have a good, a well-established, support system for authors. Um, but if we're getting feedback that repeats, if editors are responding uh, with rejections where there's something, we can tell there's something not quite working, right? The manuscript. We will go back to editorial if that happened. And that happens, I mean, I wish I had a crystal ball and never made any mistakes, but we might miss something, (laughs) Um, which is why I like to do it in rounds, not to send to everybody all at once. So I'll send one round and see what the feedback is. And then we can see, well, maybe, you know, either we need to go back to editorial or maybe our target was off and we need to readjust who we're targeting for that manuscript. After we've been through a few rounds though, I do visit with the author. Um, I have a saying called no author left behind, but that doesn't mean no manuscript left behind. Sometimes there's just a manuscript and it might be just not its time. So maybe we need to shelve that manuscript and work on a different one. Or um, as I mentioned before, you know, we're a newer agency. And just like we're growing, we want to support authors who are growing, and not every author is going to start with a major house. Some authors, Mm -hmm. I mean, a a local author and illustrator who began, I think he began making $50 a project, (laughs) you know, something really small. Now he's in contact with a major house three, four times a year contracted work. So, um, and it's just a journey. That was his personal um, experience and career, how it went. Uh, and so that's, as a newer agency, we like to support authors in a career similar to that too. We don't say, oh, you didn't, you don't place with a major house, you know, see, see you later. We don't do that.
0: <laughs> I love that. And I love no author left behind. That's wonderful. So You when you are signing an author, it may not be for one book, it might be for multiple books is that um, determined upon signing or is that something that kind of is discussed as you start hearing feedback from different editors and you may have to leave a manuscript behind at that point, you might say let's try another manuscript.
1: Yes, we represent multiple manuscripts per author. Um, it solely depends on what they send us and what we accept. Okay. And we also have authors who have different type of intellectual property, and we don't tap into that unless they ask us. We have actors and singers as clients, and I can't remember. I can't represent songs. You know, <laughs> I'm not. That's not my uh, specialty. So. Okay. Um, but we do, we have been stepping outside the box a little bit. I just closed a 26 title deal with a gaming app on behalf of a publishing house. So yeah.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> we- that sounds
1: yeah. awesome. We step outside the world of books, but I'm, I'm not just singing yet. And I won't sing because, oh my, no, you don't want me to. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. And especially during this time, since March, a lot of companies are pivoting and doing multiple things. So I think that's, it's wise to step outside of the box.
1: Yeah. Awesome. I think as you know, our world progresses and uh, I mean, COVID's going to change so much. We're doing zoom calls instead of live um, events and things like that. I think people are drawn more to shows and animation and iconographic videos and tons of things like that.
0: Very cool. Well, this has been wonderful. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, I do have one last question, if that's okay. Okay. So if we, um, you told me that you're out of your agency, you are representing about hundred clients right now, right? So do you, um, do you have in-house co-agents? So working with foreign rights, you did say film, or um, you did say music and gaming, I think is one, but other types of sub rights like uh, foreign rights, would you have a specific agent for that?
1: Yeah, um, for different territories, we have certain co-agents, um, not covering all territories, there's quite a few in the world, but- oh,
0: very cool, so it's by Yeah, territory. so
1: like we'll have uh, Zoom for the Frankfurt Fair, which luckily, you know, I, I can't travel there, but it's it has switched to online um, due to COVID. Uh, but I will have some video chats with my co-agent in Paris to go over the catalog before she attends the, um, the book fair too. That way, uh, different foreign publishers can see our list. We also work with film agents um, and no, no song yet, but um, but yeah, I, I cover for gaming apps. I also cover for audio rights. And with the foreign co-agents, another bonus about that is like in Poland, being um, familiar with the tax laws in Poland and what legal documents they need in the business world. I'm not familiar with every country's laws. I'm not that good. So I love having co-agents that are familiar with the specific laws and um, regulations in each country.
0: That's really neat. And I I don't think I ever really understood agents having those special relationships. I know as a publisher, we have special relationships and we have a foreign rights agent who personally, I just love the fact that she can help like communicate between myself and the client, like being a middleman because there's so many different countries and there are language barriers and um, even coming through with translation, there's language barriers. So that's really helpful to know. Um, And when is the Frankfurt, is that coming up soon?
1: It's later this month. Oh my goodness. I forget the exact date off the top of my head, but it's later this month.
0: (laughs) It would never be a possibility right now for me to go, uh, clearly, but I'm going to have to look into it because it's going to be online. That is amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And being able to travel to Europe to the different book fairs would be a blast. So someday, someday you should go.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Stephanie. This has been wonderful. We are so grateful for your time and thank you for sharing your expertise with us and providing hope to writers out there who needed to hear your words today, that there are agents out there who are seeking voices, unheard voices. They want to help elevate voices. And like she said, no author left behind. I thought that was amazing. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.